You are listening to CEO Perspectives, a podcast by the Conference Board. Hello, and welcome to the CEO Perspectives. My name is Dana Peterson, Chief Economist and Center Leader of the Economy, Strategy, and Finance Center at the Conference Board, and I'm filling in for Steve Odlin, our fearless CEO. Today, we are talking about the latest report on consumer confidence in the U.S. Joining me is Ottoman Azildrum, who is the Senior Director of Economics at the Conference Board. Ottoman, welcome and thank you for joining us. Hello, Dana. Good to be here speaking with you. Excellent. So let's just dive in there. So consumer confidence was down for the second consecutive month in February. What is it telling us? Yes. uh, So consumers have turned uh, more pessimistic in the last two months. Uh, We had a blip in December. But since then, even though consumers think the present situation in terms of the the business outlook and the labor markets uh, is holding up fairly well, uh, they're becoming more pessimistic about uh, their expectations six months hence. Uh, whether you look at uh, their expectations for the business conditions or labor market conditions, uh, even their income outlook is starting to take a hit. Okay, well, let's delve into the present situation first. The unemployment rate is at 3.4%. So that means over 97% of the population is has some kind of a job is working. Do you think that's supporting consumer sentiment right now in the present situation? Currently, the labor market and the job situation is uh, fairly well. Uh, as you mentioned, unemployment is at historically low levels. Uh, businesses say that they want to keep hiring or they are hiring because we see that in the employment numbers uh, month after month. So specifically based on the strength of the labor market gives a uh, big support to uh, the way that the consumers are viewing the present situation. And not only are most people working, um, we have the quitting dynamic. So one of the reasons why people quit is to trade up to a better job. Do you think that that's having any impact on these aggregate levels of of confidence? So people see that there are jobs out there available. They see their neighbors uh, getting uh, hired or switching jobs. And in some cases, they themselves are doing that. Um, and uh, wages are going up. So that is feeding into uh, these dynamics. But at the same time, we're at a pe- in a period of high inflation, um, even though it seems to be you know backing off from the peaks, uh, folks are experiencing high prices and uh, prices rising for um, you know gas and food items, uh, and that's really taking a bite out of their paychecks. Uh, so I think that balances the view uh, of the current environment, even though there are jobs out there. Maybe they feel like their incomes uh, are not keeping pace. So uh, it really is um, the turning for uh, towards a more pessimistic outlook uh, when you look uh, six months ahead. Okay, well, let's let's switch to the expectations index. So that dipped um, into the 60s, and it's been down for 11 out of the last, well, it's it's been below 80 for 11 out of the last 12 months. What does it mean to have a reading that's below 80? Well, in general, readings below 80 are associated with the economy 
uh, experiencing a recession, you know, within about uh, 12 months. So uh, those readings are consistent with the economy entering a downturn. Um, and as you mentioned, the expectations in index has been below that level of 80 uh, for 11 of the last 12 months. So generally, uh, consumers have been uh, feeling uh, downbeat about the, the future conditions of the economy, which is yet to play out. Yeah. And since it's been below 80 for you know almost a year now, maybe it's suggesting that really now is the time that we might see you know, something that may look like a recession or even feel like a recession. So let's talk a little bit about, well, you know, the, the jobs picture in terms of how people are feeling right now versus the future. So for example, the jobs differential or the labor market differential improved. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, the proportion of consumers saying that jobs are plentiful uh, went up to 52%. And uh, that's, you know, similar to levels that were seen last year in the spring. Um, and that really speaks to the idea that uh, there are jobs out there and firms are hiring and uh, people are getting uh, employed. And again, we're seeing those in the macro numbers as well. So uh, this is not just a fluke of the statistics. So in terms of the uh, present environment, the uh, availability of jobs is still there to support uh, consumers' uh, view of uh, the economic and business conditions. I think they become much more pessimistic when they look ahead and uh, they see prices rising, they see high inflation, and at the same time, interest rates are rising. So that's another factor that uh, really makes consumers uh, more pessimistic about about the future. So while they they have jobs, they have current incomes, uh, the, their purchasing power uh, might be uh, getting a dent, and uh, they might be starting to uh, think about spending their money more carefully. Also, and that's something we started to see in the survey. And speaking of spending money. When we ask consumers about their plans to spend on big ticket items and even vacations, what were they thinking and what were they saying? Yeah, especially since uh, interest rates are rising, we have been seeing uh, sort of a softening in the intentions or plans to buy autos uh, as well as homes. And those are very interest rate sensitive um, uh, spending items. Obviously, they're big ticket items. Where you have to borrow money, so high interest rates uh, will will hurt uh, plans to make those big commitments. Um, but other appliances are also seeing some softening. Um, and of obviously, if if you're not planning to buy a home, you probably won't be buying appliances or furniture uh, either. So there is a general uh, softening in terms of thinking about uh, making uh, bigger ticket items uh, purchases. Um, and in the survey, as you mentioned, we also ask about vacation plans. So we ask about um, whether folks are planning to uh, take a vacation uh, in the next six months. And in that area as well, the vacation intentions also declined in uh, February. Um, and uh, I think uh, just the, uh, the outlook for next six months really spells 
a little bit more softening in terms of uh, spending intentions, in terms of the sentiment about the overall uh, environment, the economic and business environment. And that's starting to be reflected in these spending plans. Thanks. Well, let's talk about inflation. You mentioned that um, certainly for consumers, uh-huh. even though they're working, they've seen some wage increases, especially those who have uh, switched jobs. Inflation is eroding their earning power. What did our inflation expectations gauge tell us in February? Yeah, so inflation is uh, eating into uh, that spending power. The inflation average inflation expectations for the next 12 months uh, actually retreated to 6.3%, down from 6.7% last month. Um, so while that is good news, um, there is some backing off from you know the very high levels of inflation. Um, it still remains very high, um, you know, by historical comparisons, 6.3% is um, really uh, an inflation level that many or few consumers are used to, let alone remember. Indeed, inflation expectations, at least our gauge, tends to track what's going on with gasoline and food. And while gasoline uh, prices have been much lower recently than they were over the summer, last summer, food prices are still really elevated. Indeed, uh, every time I think about eating eggs, it's like, do I want to pay all that money for, you know, a boiled egg or for scrambled eggs? Um, So I would imagine that, you know, certainly some of the easing that we're seeing in inflation expectations reflects lower costs for gasoline, but still prices for just about everything else are still very high. And hence, that measure is still not back to the lows that we saw pre-pandemic. So let's let's talk a little bit about the granular uh, data here. So did we see any differentiation in terms of competence by income group or even by age? Uh, yes, there, there are, uh, of course, variations across age groups and uh, across uh, income groups. But um, we also saw uh, there was kind of a, a widespread uh, downturn in confidence in February. The decrease in February reflects uh, large drops, um, especially for households aged 35 to 54. Um, so that's where we saw the largest drops for confidence. Um, and also for households earning $35,000 or more, there were large drops. Um, and uh, so that's that's pretty widespread when you look at uh, that. The the expectations I think are kind of uh, turning sour across the board. Wow, indeed, a lot of there's a lot of talk about this potential economic downturn hitting you know higher income workers. But I think a lot of that's really a function of the industries that are looking to lay people off. Um, they just tend to be higher wage, like tech and finance. Uh, even aspects of real estate, but certainly those businesses are, you know, the ones that did very well during the pandemic, and now they're seeing the other side of that as the demand has shifted away from goods to services. And even among, you know, other places that where their layoffs happening, there some of those wages are kind of in the middle class, and even uh, in terms of lower wage places like retail um, tends to be lower wage, but we're still seeing weakness there. And certainly in motor vehicles, which those wages tend to be middle-class wages, 
we're seeing weakness again because you said people are focused on not purchasing items that have to be financed. What do you what are your thoughts on that? Right, right. So um, you did see, especially uh, larger drops for the highest income groups, and uh, as you mentioned, you know that may really be uh, related to those uh, sectors where we're hearing, like the tech sector, uh, about the layoffs. Uh, so the the future might might be most bleak there. Uh, but uh, there is, kind of, I think, a sense that uh, that might be becoming a little bit more more widespread. Um, and I think um, there are some implications from these observations too, because uh, the spending patterns are likely to be different across different uh, income categories, right? So um, the lower uh, income ranges would spend, you know, perhaps more of a larger share of their incomes on, you know, food items or or gas, uh, commuting, etc. Um, whereas the higher incomes might be spending in a different mix. And uh, you also mentioned that you know, the, the, the middle incomes might be the ones that are really more um, thinking about spending on autos or homes. Uh, and that's where we're beginning to see um, uh, this, you know, maybe the first signs that maybe there is a turnaround. Yeah. So when, when I look in consumption, certainly the last two months of 2022, so November, December, Consumption really came off as very weak, uh, both for goods and, and services. And then we saw this big pop in January, which may or may not be sustainable. But on balance, our forecast for consumer spending is zero uh, uh, growth in the first quarter, minus one and a half in the second quarter, and then plus four tenths in the third quarter. And then thereafter, I'm sorry, minus four tenths in the third quarter. And then we get back to positive growth at the end. So we're kind of looking at, you know, negative consumption here. Do you think the consumer confidence data supports that that outlook that we have? Right. So uh, especially in this last report, what we're seeing is consistent with what you just said in terms of this uh, the consumer spending outlook uh, softening and even fall into no growth or negative growth uh, in the near term. I, I think this may be the first time that we're starting to, starting to see uh, consumers' expectation really translating into uh, pulling back on spending. And uh, yes, that's, uh, that's supportive of uh, our forecast so far. Thanks, Adam. It's always great to speak with you. So I just want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this episode of CEO Perspectives, where we review the latest on consumer confidence. Just so you know, every week we feature thought leaders who provide insights on the issues of our time. I'm Dana Peterson, and this series has been brought to you by the Conference Board. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to CEO Perspectives, a podcast by the Conference Board.